Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I think that people are starting to rig the game a little, Slee, that they know that I uh, I like to add a little Ask Slee at the back end, too. I so think they, they wait? I think they wait because I get another wave of them like at 11 o'clock every morning or Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I think know I know why. Because then now they're kind of on their own, right? So they feel like, hey, you know what? I didn't do it when everybody else was. And, well, and it's an opportunity I to kind of after grab hours. my attention, right? Because yeah. as they come in all morning, I try to go and curate the list as best as I can. But, for instance, Philly Phil sent this, hashtag Ask Slee. If Slee goes to Aldi and finds it costs 25 cents for a shopping cart, does he pay the 25 cents or does he walk in saying, I'll just carry everything no matter how much you get? <laughs> Is that a real thing? So I had to ask Emily. So apparently you have to leave like a quarter deposit to get it, and then when you return it, you get your quarter back. Okay. So it's like, it's like yeah, it's a, it's a deposit to make sure. You're not really paying for sure, it. You're getting it back. Yeah, you, you, just so you put it back in the machine, I'm assuming, and then you get it back. Yes. It's actually not a bad idea. No. Get all the carts in the right area. And they I stay mean, together. 20, they don't fly away. Yeah, the problem is the 25 cents is not going to – it's not going to – change somebody's okay. decision <laughs> but let you know how you're talking about you bags quarters in your pocket i never have ne- right never. That, that's a whole nother thing you know, you, were, you, know you were talking about quarters? you know you were talking about uh i'm not going to bring my bags if it costs 10 cents yeah but if it's a dollar yeah once we get a dollar would make me bring my cloth back two bucks right now you're like all right i'll bring my own stuff dollars tacked on to my yeah. grocery bill at the end of the day yeah. 50 cents probably not going to motivate me uh oh. i would i would so in that scenario, you got to just get a cart. You know, have you ever do this where you're like, oh, I just need a one thing, and you don't get the basket, <laughs> and, yes. and you're a basket short of just having a regular nice walk I, through I the have grocery this one store? happen a lot. So I do the thing where I, I don't go in unless I literally am getting one thing. Like once once or twice a week, I'll swing by my grocery store on the way home. Oh, I forgot this. To get my yeah. su- just to get my lunch, my sushi. I literally I go in, I pick it up, I do the self-checkout. I'm in the cart. It takes two minutes tops. Um, what kind of sushi? Uh, usually a spicy tuna and then like a little um, nigiri with some ahi on top. It's pretty good. Get out of here, yeah, It's not bad. Get out of here. Um, but when I go in, just to have a short shop, right? You grab one of those little plastic baskets with the handle. Well, you end up, you get a gallon of milk. Yep. You get, you know, you get a couple of other things mm-hmm. there. You get a you sleeve zip, of your, club soda. Out of the heavy. large Ziploc bags. <laughs> well, it's just for whatever reason, whenever I grab that little yeah. one thing and it's just going to be really quick, I get like 60 pounds worth of vitamin. Now I've got, I'm, I'm carrying it with two hands like I'm in a workout. You need right? sparkling water. Yes, that's what it, <laughs> sure. it turns into. No, of course. It's a, it's a 12-pack yep. of sparkling water, yep. and I feel like I'm in one of those World Strongman competitions yep. where I'm trying to pick up the boulder. You got everything. I can't get my hands Your knuckles are bleeding. Thing. It's very inconvenient for me. It's very inconvenient. And that's when the dividers me. are really necessary because people like us who have only the cart are carrying a lot of weight. We're not just pushing around a, a cart weight. here. A lot of weight. There. And it's uh, another thing about Aldi, they don't bag your, cl- your groceries for you at all. They just put it into the cart, and then you always have to have a reusable bag. They do not have any bags for you to use. You have to mm. buy all your bags there, and you have to bag all your groceries yourself. So it's a little bit of a workout. A lot of work. But it's also very cheap. A lot of work. You get a little, you give a little. Yeah. That's the way that that works. Let's try another bonus Ask Slee on the phone. So we get no way we don't go to Roderick, right? Roderick, hashtag Ask Slee. What do you got? 
Hey, what's going on, guys? So I uh, actually got more of like an axe trap. Uh, oh, yeah, I like it's that. Like, it's like some fatherly stuff, man. Basically, um, I took my boys to go see the new Maverick movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're real young, but they, they know I'm a, you know, I'm in the Navy and I work in aviation. So the whole time, you know, Maverick is, you know, pretty much the man. We, we all know that. And they're not even impressed with him. They're like, that's what daddy do. You know, that's what daddy do. So my question is this, you're a dad. When does that end? You know, because basically, you know, you're not going to be the, the man, you know, to your, to your you know, kids all the time. You know, they're going to have their own role models or yep. heroes. So, so I don't know. What do you think? It's a, it's a, good, it's a good question, Roderick. It kind of it, it depends on the kid. I think it depends on the gender. And so you're, you're specific, specifically asking about your boys. So I, I, I'll, I'll tell a quick story. There were second, third grade, maybe fourth grade. Yeah. My youngest son, you know how you do when I want to grow up kind mm-hmm. of thing. You, I want to be a fighter pilot like Roderick or, you know, whatever. You want to be all these things. And my youngest son very clearly was writing about me, right? I want to go to UC Santa Barbara. I want to pitch mm. on the baseball team, and I want to go talk about sports for a living. It was, it was very sweet and very cute. And he was in the third grade probably. Now you t- to pull teeth out of him to get him to say something nice about it. It's just not going to happen. So, Roderick, what happens is they love you unconditionally and openly without any sort of um, embarrassment or yeah. anything until yeah. about 9 or 10, and then they go away for then a while. Then it's full the other way. Then it's, it's, they, they, w- privately, they're still very sweet, typically. Mm-hmm. But if there's any sort of social dynamic going on, you'll get none of it until you get into the late teen years, and then they kind of come back around. My daughter's always been affectionate. She's always happy to tell you that she loves you and all this other stuff. But the boys, Roderick, a little bit different. They got a wall. You got to, you know, they got to put that wall <laughs> yeah, up. Well, it's not cool to, to no. be emotional. Kidding me? <laughs> right? You got to, you got to hold it all in. I never said that about my dad. <laughs> right. I, I, somebody else wrote that. He, he wrote my name on it. Oh, it wasn't be like mine. him. CZRA. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, Anthony Davis says that he has not touched a basketball since April 4th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this That's is his last game. This is stuff. <laughs> This is something that we're trying to figure out is a big deal or not, that Anthony Davis hasn't. I, For the life of me, and okay. take me through this, Al, mm-hmm. the only thing I care about with Anthony Davis mm-hmm. is whether or not he's healthy. Mm-hmm. How do his ankles feel? How do his knees feel? How do his hips feel? His elbows, his shoulders. Stop what, being reasonable. Whatever ailment that he has at any given time, let's make – Anthony Davis is going to lose his touch. He's not going to lose his shot. He's not going to lose his handle. He's not going to b- lose his ability to defend the rim. The only thing that prevents him from being him is his health. I don't care if he doesn't touch the basketball until the first day of camp. I truly don't care. So I'm going to try as best as I can from a fan perspective what we want from players that represent the teams that we love. We have this mindset or mentality that we want these players to do literally nothing else than play basketball. The moment Anthony Davis and the Lakers season ended, in our mind, and this is just, I think, from a fan perspective, you want this. He went right back in the gym that night, that the Denver Nuggets game that they they won on the road, and, and from that night forward, he was putting two-a-days, 14 hours. He does not talk to his family. Right. He's somewhere in a foreign country where he has nothing but a basketball. And a rim. And a rim. Okay? This is what we ask for. From our athletes. And when they do other stuff, remember when LeBron was coming to L.A.? Uh-huh. Well, he ain't coming to play basketball. Make movies, TV shows. Guy has 
If they got all this, all these different opportunities, going to have he's got his own production company. He's not coming here to play basketball. Then he won an NBA championship. <laughs> it was like, well, that case wasn't, you know, didn't work. That hurt our case. I think we do have a perception of what we want from our players. AD is a is a very unique player in in the uh, opinion of Laker fans because AD is fantastic individually. AD is one of the most talented players in the NBA. But AD has also had a couple years where every Laker fan is saying, uh, guys, if Anthony Davis doesn't perform, we're screwed. And I think the Lakers are so obviously dependent on that. I think the anytime you can make a storyline about AD, I think people are trying to find that storyline. This is one example. What, what are the cases people are making? Well, here's Jay Williams. That to me seems like a not passionate person. Like not to do something that's your craft, especially with y'all to make the playoffs, man. You need to make the playoffs in the Western Conference after we expanded it. Like when I see LeBron James in the lab, you know what time it is. And I guess that's the part I'm wondering about. If LeBron James, who puts a million dollars into his body every single year and is durable, is your teammate, is your your ride-along dog, like why not be training with him every single day? I don't understand that. Okay. So, I'm going to go back to what you were saying okay. a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I think you're going to come up short every time you start comparing people to LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods, Matt the, the, the reason those guys are those guys yeah. is because that's abnormal. To, to, to take care of your body, to train with that ferocity, to be relentlessly single-focused. The reason Tiger and, and Kobe and LeBron are those guys is because they, their, their physical gifts match their, their mental ones, their, their desire to compete and to get better. It's comparing your business to Elon yeah. Musk and Bill Gates. and It's right. like literally the greatest 100%. of the greatest. So I, I don't think, well, he does this. Okay, no, he probably doesn't. It doesn't mean he doesn't want to win. It doesn't mean he's not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that he wants to compete. The, the passion part of it is I, you can do more than one thing at a time, and you can really do more than one thing at a time during the offseason. I'm not saying that he can go put on 60 pounds and come back with a beer belly. That's not the point. But if he doesn't want to be in the gym getting up shots every day and he just wants to get his body right, that's the only thing that matters. I don't think all of the stuff that goes on during the offseason, I'm in the gym every day at 6 that's fine if that's how you want to roll. But if you don't, that's fine too. Just be ready when it's time to go. Take care of your body to the point where it doesn't break down and all of these things. It, you can't compare the greatest ever and say, why doesn't everybody do it like that? Because that's not how people do, and they're not going to become a different thing 10 years in, 5 years in, 15 years in. Guys are who they are, and this is who AD is. I have a – remember last week we were talking about Draymond Green in the podcast, and mm-hmm. there was some criticism that people were saying, why is Draymond doing a podcast after games – rather than working on his jump shot or working on his offense or working on this or working on that. I think, you know, some of these guys do have a life outside of just the game. That's just part of it. Trav, when you go home is the first thing you do is throw on headphones and get a microphone and just start working <laughs> till 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just, just yeah, kind of thinking right. about that because I, right. I think the example would be if you are a insurance broker, you get off of work, and the, mo- the first thing you do when you get off of work is, is get right back on your computer and work till 11 o'clock at night, continuing to be an insurance broker, and then in the morning you go back, you do it again. It's almost unrealistic. Now, what you do in the offseason, we will find out once the season starts. So if the criticism is, you know what, I'd really love this guy to be more passionate about what he does. I really would love him to be on the floor more. I really want his skill set to take what he's been over the last couple years. Can you add an element to it? 
that's a different conversation. But to say, like the Jay Will thing of saying that the guy doesn't have the passion, it's like, Jay Will. So it, the moment you get off a of mic or the moment you're off TV, is that all you do? That's it's It doesn't work for me. It, it doesn't work for me at all because nobody is one thing. And the guys that are are really hard to find. They're few and far between. Say, well, do it like him. Well, sure. If everybody were like Tiger Woods, we'd have 30 of them on tour every single year. There won't. You got one every 25, 50 years. They don't come around very often, and that's because it's abnormal. You're not supposed to go do what these guys do. I wonder that's if most players – I wonder what the – I wonder if there is kind of a – no, no, this is what you do in the offseason. You wait X amount of time, and then after that time is when you get back. I, I don't know the guys, Especially is. the pitchers, they don't touch a ball afterwards. They work on their bodies. They get in the weight room. They'll, they'll stay fit. But they're, they're not, not throwing ball. Yeah, they don't care. They just don't care anymore. Tim writes – Hold on a second. Did I just hear Trav say that he likes to buy sushi for lunch at a grocery store? Maybe I'm just a SoCal snob, but when I drive by Ralph's, sushi is not what I think about. Order to go, bro, at a sushi restaurant. Tim, I would prefer to do that. You're right. They, the, the Can't really knock s- it. The grocery store no. is pretty decent. It's really pretty good. Decent. I, I understand. It's not Nobu. It's not a good sushi place. But for I got five minutes well, to drop uh, in and grab something. Katsuya or Albertsons. Not Albertsons. That's where I go. I'm just Their saying. sushi chefs are really cutting up everything back in the back, I know. Too. Yeah. They do it right there in front of you. I, Tim, I'm telling you, do it. Give it a shot. I'm not saying it's the best sushi you'll ever have. But no, but it's a good. I get bucks in. On I get the run, out. Get yeah. it done. Get it not not the end of the world it's not uh, like we're buying it off of a cart in the middle of the street it's not it's not one of those sushi here get your fresh cut sushi at the corner of crown valley and golden lantern it's not that we're selling leather jackets and sushi <laughs> right i didn't buy it out of the back of some guy's van it's a grocery store they a car make food in the grocery store I just like to just you know give it a shot tim you might be surprised you might like it there's a there's a sale on hawaiian punch and and <laughs> rainbow rolls <laughs> So there, so there are some things I do decide to like a rainbow roll at the grocery. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we'll go in a different direction. Maybe we'll try something a little less uh, fresh, sensitive along the way. All right. So if that's the AD piece from Jay Williams, what about Vince Carter? What about Key? We'll hear from both of them coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. When was the last time you went wine tasting? Um, last time I went wine tasting, I think it was in Ojai. Okay. So probably about six months ago, something oh, so like that. relatively recently. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. I do too. Or yeah, at least I, like I it. yeah, I, I okay, so here here's what I'm getting at. I went wine tasting this weekend up I in mean, Paso Robles. Especially like just I'm just thinking about what last time I went. It's such a chill environment. It, no question about it. You're taking your time. Like you have a whether you have actually I did this as well. I did you ever done one of those the flights of wine? Sure. Did that in Lake Arrowhead not too long ago. Bro, you're trying everything. It's just fantastic. The food is good. 
vibe. Great vibe. So we went this weekend in Paso. It was great. Had a, a super good weekend and got to meet some really interesting. I met a guy. How about this? Okay. This is this is like this, these are the guys I you met hold. a guy. We had lunch at this one winery, and I'm sitting across from him. Didn't know him at all. We never met each other Look until we you. sat By down. By the way, you're table. changing here. You had the I'm, car wash incident a couple days this ago. Is, you're this, starting to become. A, I'm, I'm starting drawing you. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, but this was one of these. We're going to be at dinner for or lunch for at least an hour and a half. I can't sit there like a bump on a log. I'm sitting there. So I, I have to engage, and, yeah. and I, I, I enjoyed it. So, a guy sitting right across from me is an OBGYN. And so, you know, kind of interesting line of work. So we're talking a little bit about it. I find out that he didn't even become an OBGYN until he was 30 years old. He didn't even start his medical career until he was nearly 30. That he was a cordon blue trained chef in Paris prior to that. Damn. So if you don't think that I'm going to be into that conversation, right? That's, I mean, it's just exactly what I'm interested in hearing about. So anyway, now we're going around these wineries yeah. and I'm listening to him. And I like going wine tasting, too. I get a little frustrated because they only give you like a sip or two yeah. of each one of these things because I, I get what they're doing. You don't want to get, you know, fall out of the place sideways. But the first place we went. Just drunk enough to just, buy a bottle or a membership. Not even that. Not even that. Like, <laughs> like I would have had to go on wine tasting six times at this one place. Like you could, there's like an atomizer that they were dropping. Like, let me even give you a little mist of this uh, Pinot Grige here. It was, but I want to learn about the wines. Right. Mm -hmm. I went, well, this one is this, it's this, you know, this is the process that we go about. Maybe these are the grapes when they're this harvested. This is the weather we I, need. Yep. This is what I'm looking mm -hmm. for a little bit of education as opposed to just sipping some wine. Nothing. Just, just teach me a little bit of something. I'm, because I've and been. They, and they weren't giving you. If you would ask, they were very, very helpful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the second place was great. They were really good at it. But the first place, well, you know, this is a uh, Cabernet. Yes, I can read. I, I'm, I'm aware that it's a Cabernet. This is a red. <laughs> That's is about it? what it, it was. Just give me a little bit. Give me a this little. This one should be chilled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What 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 would this go well with? I mean, really, whatever you like. You're not helping me at all. I know the rules. You like what you like. Put with whatever you want with whatever you want. That's the golden rule. But it's a good. little bit of direction. I usually have a cold cut trio with it. I usually have always have subway with it. <laughs> you have what? <laughs> I think they should start doing that. They have a wine list at Subway pairings. With your meatball marinara, sir, we recommend this Beaujolais that we think would Oh, no, be don't do that. <laughs> don't do that with the Black Forest Sam. <laughs> sir, we would really recommend a rosé with your tuna sandwich. We think that would go really, really well. It was walking uh, out excited at Subway. Teach me a little something along the way. And here's an, an, another interesting point. That way we took wineries a, a are bus. good. When you super fun, the, super fun. The way you just kind of describe, like when you ask, "Hey, do you like a winery?" and you just step back from, like, "Yeah, I yeah. do like a winery." There's very little not to like. Yeah. So we took a, a big, like, an airport van to the, the wineries, right? Mm -hmm. So nobody had to drive and all this stuff. It was really fun. But, but you were driving the van. I was not driving the van. But when you get a bunch of the moms wind up on these vine on these vans. Including my own can get a little yeah. loud. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> get, a lot of talking. Get a lot of a lot talking. Of talking. Now we're playing music, and now there's there's singing yep. and mm -hmm. things, and just like you know, can we just take it down a little bit? Some of us are not really that interested in your rendition of "Living on a Prayer." Like may, maybe we let John Bon Jovi knock that one out, and you just kind of. I would this turn one the out. music off if I was the if I was the van driver. Do, are you one of those? Because some people tend to talk a lot more. When they do have some liquor in them, uh -huh. where are you in that world? Um, it's probably a question better asked of somebody other than my. I think I'm the same. I don't. I I do not get super chatty. I know that for sure. Okay. I get a little more. 
affectionate, for lack of a better word. Um, but I, I, I'm not super chatty like if I've been drinking. Hug the bus driver. No, or but so I, much, I, I will open up a, a little bit. A five. That's affectionate's the wrong word. I'm a little more um, willing to talk. Not more. Wall of comes it. down. Yeah, wall comes down. Comes, that's very. That's you. very similar. Thank for you. That. That's what people. it is. I, I'm more willing to tell you things that I might not tell Some you. Some people go, They get very chatty. Very chatty. I live with one. <laughs> I just she. Which he gets a little. It's just like, funny to me because I could see that bus. <laughs> I could see what's happening. Flash, I could see the flashing lights. Everybody now wants to talk. Yeah, not everybody. Not everybody. I had a couple of those moments. I don't know if you ever do this with with ladies or not, where you're sitting on the bus and or the the airplane or whatever, and you just kind of very subtly just kind of reach over and place your hand on your significant other person's yep. knee and just kind of push down just a little bit, like hey, you're really talking She's like, quite oh, a bit. Okay, <laughs> you're really just okay, just letting I me got know. It. I got it. <laughs> but no, that, that usually goes the other way. She just pushes you, your hand yeah, away. Like, what the hell off What are you me? doing? What are you doing? So here's Vince Carter talking about what we were talking about a minute ago. Uh, Anthony Davis has not touched a basketball since the early part of April. He said he has this burning desire to get back to the finals, and he wants to prove that he's top five, and if he wants to continue to show that, get in the gym. It doesn't have to be two hours going hard, but, like, get it back. Jay, I heard you say working on your body. For AD, that's important, too. Getting in the gym, working on your body. While you're working on your body, shoot some jump shots. You know how it goes. You lift weights, you go you go shoot it off a little bit. For us, basketball players, a little different football. But I just can't imagine that if he's saying he wants to get back to that level, and that, that is showing right there the difference between he and some of the other greatest players. Like, do you think, you think Kobe, LeBron, and those guys haven't been in the gym, particularly after after an injury like that, no, they're burning and itching to get back to prove and, and shut up the naysayers. So I, I just think that's just the difference right now. AD just, you know, he has to change that. He has to change that to, if he wants to continue to fix that narrative as well about his health. Well, sure. If you want a guy to be a different guy than he's been the first 10 years in the league, he should change it. But I, I'm just going to kind of go with the guy that he's been every year he's been in the league, which is an incredibly talented player who has good nights and bad nights and who gets hurt a lot. And, and the odds are that that's probably what it's going to be like going forward. And if he gets lucky, or maybe it's, you know, he's, he's spent a little more time on his body and he's more healthy, wonderful. But this, you heard it again from Well, Kobe and LeBron, guys, mm-hmm. not, nobody's Kobe. Nobody's the guy in the gym at 3 a.m. getting shots up. Well, he should be. Okay, yeah, but nobody does that other than him. Stop comparing him to the one in a, in a billion. Look at him more like the regular guys in the rank of found this. Is he going to be one of the great players? Probably not. He can have great nights. But this idea that he's going to show up this different guy, I don't know who's really expecting that. I'm certainly not. It's funny because did, did you actually – did you see the clip? Did no. you hear the clip? So it was probably a four or five-second clip where I, – I don't know if AD was at his house. He was getting some kind of interview, whatever the case is. It was such a small snapshot of – yeah, I haven't, I haven't took a shot since – April 4th or since the last game or whatever he said. And then that was kind of it. We don't have any more context to it. Like Vince Carter saying, well, you got to, how about just get back into the gym? How do we know if he's been back in the gym or not? How do I know? The gym, like just work on your body. Yes. And and that's what he was talking about. How do I know whether, what he's been doing? Like, I I think the, and, and maybe guys just have a certain way of doing it. Maybe this is part of an off season. Shaquille O'Neal is considered one of the greatest players in the history of the NBA, mm-hmm. what was Shaq's off-season regiment? Shaq has my one of my greatest sports quotes of all time. I love. I got hurt on company time. I'm going to fix it on company time. It is the most quintessential yep. Shaquille O'Neal quote. Yep. Ever. Now, 
Shaq was also the most dominating player to ever play the game. Shaq also, when push came to shove, Shaq used the regular season to almost get in shape. And when okay? you needed Shaq, he was Shaq always delivered there. every he single time. He was always there. So that, that's that's maybe where yep. some of the criticism might come from. It's AD, you're not Shaq, or AD. When the squad needs you the most over these last couple of years, you weren't there. Now, unfortunately for Anthony Davis, it had less to do with his physical play or something. He just literally wasn't in the games. He was injured against the Suns. He even when he came back, he was you know obviously not himself. So, guy, I, I'm just gonna say this one last time: stop asking him to be something that he's never been before. He he's he's a very very good player with a very very high ceiling. That when he's right, yeah, is as good as anybody in the league. Do you think? Do you think it bothers a lot of Laker fans to that this it, is it, that, it, that it, the topic and the story? Because it bothered a couple NBA it's, players. It's two. It, there's two different things going on here. Yes, I do because, and, and I'm okay that it does. When you hear something like that and it bothers you, I get it. What I don't get is why you think it's going to change. Right, it's this thing that well, every time I talk to my sister, she drives me crazy. Okay, but every time you talk to her, so why when you get off the phone are you surprised by that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time you get on the phone, when you're done, you're in a bad mood. Why? Why is today the day that you thought it was going to go differently? I'm going to say you want to talk to you. Great, wonderful. But why is today the day it's going to be different? You had 40 years of dealing with this. It's been the same every time. It's not 40 years here, but Anthony Davis is frustrating because when he's good, there. I, I can't think of too many guys that can have a better impact on the game on both ends of the court than Anthony Davis can. But you're not going to get it nearly as often as you like. He's going to miss some time. There's going to be times where he is there, where he's just not quite what you would hope for. And that's what you get with him. That just, it's the reality I of it all. Ulti- just accept it and hope that you get more of the good than the bad. Ultimately, at the end of the day, deliver, and everybody shuts the hell up. Problem is, you got to be in these games to, to have the opportunity to to deliver. All right, Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Trav and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, since Alan talked about his uh, purchase that he got really excited about, even though it's not usually you get excited about something like that, I'm going to talk about how I got a electric grout cleaner, and I have been so excited about like it. for the tile in your tub? And yeah, that kind of it stuff? looks exact. It looks like an electric toothbrush, but you can just get in the creases. Man, I was so excited Look at for her. this. She's all grown up. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> She's all I would grown be, up. I would be excited for both the new laundry basket and the grout scrubber. Sometimes both of those sound really getting good. Getting something really clean when it's yeah. really dirty is yeah. just so satisfying. So that was part of my weekend, uh, in addition to watching the movies that creep me out. So, um... 
But speaking of movies, uh, Squid Game has been renewed for its second season, and uh, they announced it yesterday on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all those things. But if you watch a movie, uh, and it's a really good movie, you prefer if it stopped after one season. I mean, sorry, if you watch a show, you prefer it to stop after one season if it's good. Travis, factor cap. Um, cap. I think I, it's funny. I don't really think of it like in in so many terms. Like if 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 there's something I really like, and it comes back for more, I'll watch it until I don't like it anymore. You know what I mean? And then if you get something like, for instance, I know Emily, you and I both love Mad Men, right? But when right. I was bummed when that ended because I wanted to see more Don Draper, you want to see all the whole thing. But it's a satisfying ending, so you feel pretty good about it. But I just you know kind of go with it i don't really live and die whether it's coming back or not i can just kind of take it or leave it most of the time so i i definitely this is i think what's great about it i i sopranos was the anniversary last week at some 20th, point yeah the wire we had recently i get so roped into these they are really really good and and here's the great part about it is you don't have to be watching it live i know not live but you don't have to be watching it in the moment yeah Let's use winning time as an example. Do you want to see a second season? Yeah, I do. I want to see a second season. I I think but there I think the there are time, some I think there's some that you do go too far. Ozark was amazing. And and that's not to say that there aren't bad shows out there, but I won't even get to a season if I don't like it and I don't care what happens after that. Me too. Like if for instance, I do that all the time. I I'll go watch you start one or two. something. Yep. If it doesn't grab me, I'm out. There's too many other things out there that I'm willing to try. But for, winning time's a perfect example. If they just said, you know what, we feel like we kind of told We're that done. story. We're good. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm glad that there's more coming. I want to see more, but I wouldn't be like, hey, we didn't even get to Kevin McHale. I didn't even get to see James <laughs> Worthy. Okay I, actually, I, think, I think I'd be – they set me up in a way that I'd be disappointed if we didn't get another season. Fun. what about you? Uh, I mean, I've seen shows or, you know, that – only last one season, and you know I'm, I'm with you, Travis. Where like if I don't have to, if it's a good enough show, I don't have to see a second season, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I so again for Squid Game, I was like, this is very good, but I don't need anything else. I'm like, I'm very satisfied with the story and it's wrapped up. I don't need to see more of this world. I like to have sometimes I like to have unanswered questions, but there are obviously some things that like want to. And, keep and back. Squid Game is an interesting one. Did you ever watch the whole thing? I quit after like three or four episodes because of how demented it was, no. or because you just I, didn't I, like I, it. I, it wasn't even that I didn't like it. I did like it, I, I, but I didn't love it. It uh-huh. wasn't like I have to watch the next one. It was yeah. one of those. Yeah, I'll come back and watch another one in a few days. And I just never went back and watched another one, and now I feel like I don't need to. Things freaking heavy. Yeah, it was it, it was a, heavy a lot yeah. for sure. So uh, this kind of came up. I was with some friends at the beach yesterday, and we were talking about friends. And I found out my one of my roommates uh, is from Jordan originally. And so uh, I also had a friend from college who was from Jordan. And he always used to offer for me to come visit him. He was like, oh, no, you have to come. You have to come visit me in Jordan. And it always kind of felt like it was like a nice thing, but not something you're going to take someone up on. So when someone casually offers you for a visit in an exotic place, you, co- you consider taking them up on it. Alan, factor cap. Uh, I think fact, especially if I mean, here's the main thing: if you really think you're gonna, if you like the person, right? Kind of doesn't even matter where you are. If you like the person, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go have a good time because I like that person. If it's strictly based off of going to the location and you're not that crazy about the person, then I'm I'm good. I don't need that. But I think it is. There's nothing better than going to a place you know nothing about. And the person you're going to go visit, that's where they live. And they know, hey, got to go to this restaurant, and then we're going to go do this, we're going to go do that. That's a great way of experience uh, a unique city or a different city. 
It's got to be somebody that you know and like a lot to take them up on that. If it's just like kind of a casual, oh yeah, you should. If you ever come out this way, let me know. We can. I'll show you around. Not no 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 no. I, if it's like one of my, I'm, this is a terrible example, but your best friend is from Chicago, right? Yep. And you've never been to Chicago, and you decide to go. He that's the perfect. But if somebody just to your point, you're at the beach. Oh, you know, I'm good. you should come to Jordan. Say yeah, that's really nice. Thank you. But I never met them at Jordan. the Costco line. Right. <laughs> i'll be there tasting. right what, what's your address when wh- how does august look for you think seven thinking, more laundry baskets left li- li- thinking late august uh fly in when, when's a good time for you to pick me up at the airport and your your what's your guest Stay for the situation? month do you have a, is it a bed is it a pullout do i have my own bathroom do i need to share with other people yeah that's a that's an aggressive pull i'll cook on mondays only mondays <laughs> fun what about you uh i think i would go Anywhere anyone would invite me. Um, actually, some friends of mine are moving to Paris, and awesome. I, they asked me if I want to, you know, go visit them. I said, "Yeah, hell yeah!" I've never been to Paris, and I've always wanted to go. Yeah, and I, I want to yeah. go too. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to going to Paris soon. Right, and it depends on the person, and it depends on how much you're going to put them out. If you're like, oh, I'm going to be in a hotel in Paris, but let's hang out and that's see better. things with each other. That's better. But if I'm going to stay at your place, that's yeah, going to be a certain yeah. type of friend. Well, that, that's the other thing. Like I. I would not want somebody to stay with me for like on their vacation. That would be really, really weird. If they were in a hotel in Laguna and said, hey, let's go grab dinner one night, sure. But I don't need you shacking up in my guest room. We don't need to do that. <laughs> All right. So uh, yesterday was the season finale of the show Barry. I don't know if any of you guys have watched it, but I love Barry, one of my favorite shows. It was an amazing season finale. But uh, when I was watching, I think it was the penultimate episode of the season, uh, I found myself, they were, it was like, there was a long chase scene through Los Angeles on the freeways. I found myself trying to figure out where they were driving and where all these things are. So if you watch a show that's set in LA and is filmed in LA, you find that's yourself funny. trying to narrow down where it was filmed. Funtus, fact or cap? Uh, fact. Um, especially if it's a movie I like, um, I definitely want to go by the place or whatever. It's funny, uh, this is place in Chinatown. And it has a sign that says, hey, this is where Rush Hour was filmed. Oh, really? Yeah, seriously, on, this re- on a restaurant name, it says... Like Chris, restaurant Chris name. Tucker was here. Yeah, it's restaurant name, and it also says, this is where Rush Hour was filmed. That's like in funny. that scene where Jackie Chan was beating sure. everyone up in a Chinese restaurant? Sure. Yeah, it was That's so funny. That's great. Travis? Yeah, no, I get an odd, perverse sense of satisfaction. Like, oh, I know exactly where that is. Can I tell? Can I confess something to you, Al? Yeah. Okay. Chris will appreciate this, because Chris does, not this show exactly, but he watches old shows uh, on TV as well. It's on FETV, which is a channel number like 6 billion on your cable. It's like one of those really deep ones that yeah. you never end up. I, I don't even know how I got there, but I was flipping around and I landed on this old show called Emergency, which mm-hmm. was about firefighters from like the early 19s. It ran from like 72 to 77. It was my favorite show as a little kid. And it runs, right? And it runs and runs and runs. So I've been. I DVR'd it and I've gone back and checked out a few here and there. It's very soothing because it makes you feel like a little kid again. But it's 1970s L.A. when I was a kid. So still like trying to go back to, oh, Damn. I know exactly where that is. That's a very satisfying feeling. It's so funny because over the weekend, this literally happened to me. Seinfeld has that, what is it, comedians in cars and uh-huh. coffee, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was with Eddie Murphy. And I'm watching that episode, and a lot of the times they're driving around. I'm like, wait a minute, that's the that's 100. percent You find yourself. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, no, that's got to be. You just kind of find it, whether it's a movie or it's one of these shows. I'm always, and I, I didn't even really kind of realize it until she mentioned it. 
I do too. I a hundred percent look it, to see it, where they are. It's funny if it's like if it's set in I don't know Philadelphia and I don't know Philadelphia at all. I completely check other than like oh Liberty Bell okay yeah, cool right. you know Independence nothing Hall. else matters like yep. some of the big ones yeah I got that but you're not like oh they're right around the corner the Apple Pan's right around the corner from right mm-hmm. there you know there's a Nordstrom two blocks up from where they're like that's who my cares? exit <laughs> yeah exactly that's my exit like who cares in those moments yeah. but it's oddly oh, yeah. satisfying yeah, to be does. able to place yeah, yourself yeah me and my roommate like paused the show and we were like we're trying to figure out which exit this is and I one of them was my exit and I got really excited um it was like in the Pasadena area so uh USC football tweeted out this kind of mock-up of what their version of the 2000s winning time would look like who the actors would play mm. uh the Pete Carroll Reggie Bush Matt Leinart stuff so they had John Slattery as Pete Carroll right yeah, yeah that was so if another LA sports era got the winning time treatment you would want it to be the early 2000s USC Travis Dr. Cap. it's a good one it, it it's certainly one worth uh the story. I, I again. I, I'm going to make it super selfish and, and interested in, for me. It would have to be a Dodger thing, and I don't know exactly what Dodger thing. Maybe like if we're doing a decade, I wouldn't hate something on the 1980s Dodgers. You get two World Series champions in there, as a bunch of rookies of the year. You get Fernando Mania. That would be a fun way to do it. Um, the '70s Dodgers would be interesting to me too. You got those four infielders along the way. You could who, who gets to play Steve Garvey? But then you're That's running. But then you're running into what you don't like. The baseball part of it. Yeah, no, no you got to cast it correctly, but they did it in winning time. They found guys that could play basketball. But but think, what, what I'm talking about is, are there enough storylines around those Dodgers where with SC... Oh, I know what it is. And I think USC, I think that's a perfect one. You know Because if you have Pete Carroll and somebody playing Snoop Dogg and the way they used to come out during their practices, and then you have 100,000 people at the Coliseum, and then you got boosters paying behind the scenes, like... I think it could be fascinating. There are two that popped to mind with that because you kind of sparked a thought. I'd love to see the Tiger Woods story dramatized. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fat because, mm-hmm. you know, there's the golf. Cool. Forget the documentary right. pieces uh, of it because they've done that. Yeah, but the, what happened when that nine iron went through that window? Sure. I'd, li- I'd, like, to, I'd like to see the dramatization of what mm-hmm. that might look like. And then the 86 Mets had – Perhaps the greatest collection of lunatics that baseball has ever seen in the history of the world. I would. They did a thirty for thirty on the '86 Mets, and it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I felt like there was some stuff that we could have gone into a little deeper. Those would be really, really college good. football in general. I think because of the boosters and paying yeah. and all that. But SC it's that era, that's that's not a bad one. No, Slattery as Pete Carroll's not bad either. Yeah, it, he looks relatively close to the part, and then um, Leinart's going to be, uh, well, they said Leinart would play by guy from Euphoria, and he also, he can play, he plays football in Euphoria, and it doesn't look terrible. So, like, he could also kind of do Is that. Is he left-handed? Because that's that, one of I don't those know things for sure. That, yeah, because if you're doing SC, right, Lee, that if you all of a sudden have a right-handed Matt Leinart, you're like, yeah. what's going on here? Matt Leiner wasn't right-handed. Why is he throwing with his right hand? So that's that's yeah. a deal breaker for me along the way. All right, we finally got one, and you apparently got some tweets about it. About I like that you get tweets about me on yep. the weekend. That's yep. very good news. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. So you know how sometimes we'll come in here in the studio and you can there's, there's stuff in, in the broadcast area and you can kind of piece together what yeah. happened over the weekend. Yep. Right? Oh, okay, this person was in and they had this for lunch and whatever. And you could kind of, okay, yeah, you've got it. I'm, I'm having trouble with this because in our studio – I don't know if you've noticed this. I did see that. There's a bottle of balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. here. Okay. Which let me first right out the gate say nothing wrong with balsamic vinegar. No, it's delicious. Just not sure why it's in the studio. Red Bull. Yep. And a bubble water. A, a LaCroix bubble water uh, that is a Heineken um, on my side. And, and a, an alcohol free Heineken. This is a LaCroix lemon bubble water. What's going on here over the weekend? I, I think I have an idea. Okay. So um, there's a TikTok trend. Where people think that or are trying balsamic vinegar and uh, seltzer water and that it tastes like Coke, like really? Coca-Cola. So that's kind of like, so there's this whole that's thing. That's what's like, in here. Yeah. So that's that's also this whole thing in like Utah where they have like these soda shops and stuff. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Utah and been to one of their like soda shops. They essentially have those like on every corner. I've been corner. to Utah, but I've not been to a Utah soda shop. So this is this whole like interwoven on TikTok about soda discourse. And this was something that people have soda been Soda as in like soft drinks? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's like a weird thing that you, Utah people really like super sugary sodas mm. because they don't like coffee, I guess. But they put like Red Bull, um, a bunch of sweetening stuff like sprinkles and whipped cream and creamer with their co- with their uh, soda and stuff. This is just this is my little world on TikTok that I've become weirdly fascinated with. So I think that's what's happened. You know what I would have said? Somebody had a salad and they forgot to drink their sparkling water. <laughs> that, that's so the only thing I could think This is of. where I was coming with. Hers yeah. actually makes a lot more sense now that you think about it. But yeah, I'm like somebody brought in their salad. Yep. Squeezed a little lemon juice. They wanted a little something. Forgot on there. the balsamic here, and then they didn't finish. LaCroix they didn't have a chance. Water. And then to wanted drink a beer, but water. not any alcohol. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and a yeah. Red Bull. And a Red Bull. There's just there's a lot of empty very cans random. in here. Just very very strange. Very random. Why would you want to put sprinkles in your soda? That sounds unnecessary. Yeah, but in Utah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. I, I mean, I, the I soda shops. I don't understand that. Would you? So if I you don't drink much soda anyway, but mm-hmm. let's say you're having one of those days. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna have. Sometimes nice to have a Coca Cola. I'm gonna have a Sprite. Okay. For, I, the mood has struck me. I'm gonna have an ice cold Sprite. I'm gonna pour it in a glass over ice, and it's gonna be wonderful. You guys got any uh, birthday cake sprinkles back there? Like, just what a Some weird whipped cream. thing to throw in there. Yeah, whipped cream. That sounds terrible. Too. And like full on heavy cream. They will also put heavy cream in their sodas. Or like coconut creamer. Ugh, just disgusting. I mean, just think about you go down to Starbucks and the stuff that people put together. Just the just think of the heavy cream on every, and I know that's more associated with coffee and yeah. everything else, but it's not like that's any better. So why were people texting me about or texting you about me on Friday? Well, night? no, not texting. Here's what happened: not to tweeting. You spent four games, three games going after the series. You spent the well, entire. Let, let me let me set it up here. Going after, I don't know. You spent the fair. entire playoffs talking about like. Hey, can we get some good games here? That that I did. Which do. is fair. Yeah, that I did. <laughs> Which do. is very fair. But we got to the NBA Finals, and I kind of started hyping up. Trav, I like this matchup. Yeah, you, you've said that, but what you haven't said is that you like the games. You know, I know you said you like the matchup, and you still do. But I like until the games. Friday night, the games were not very good. So 
somebody that wants to get reeled in, I have not had too much to say. <laughs> well, remember when Tatum with six seconds Did left that? hit that fadeaway right. and missed and Boston lost by one. Right. I didn't get a chance to do that. <laughs> right? But the games, the actual series, it's tied to a piece. But going into Friday's game, all of a sudden the game is kind of coming down to the wire. You got a tie game with a few minutes left to go. Draymond gets benched out of nowhere. Steph Curry's putting up 40-plus points. It's a real good game on the road, and Golden State ties a series to a piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at my uh, looking at my Twitter feed, right? <laughs> it's like, hey, do you think Trav watched this one? I'm like, I don't know. Tra- tag Trav. <laughs> why are you sending this to me? Why, I don't even know where uh, he is You know right why now? they were sending it to me? Because what they're saying is, hey, Al, we finally got a good game. <laughs> they, they You've been knew trying I was to right. convince Trav. They knew I was right. You've been trying to convince, but they're all they're all watching it with me excited. Yeah. And then we had our opportunity, and you didn't. I, I you were I, driving for fourteen I hours had, up to. Pre, I had a previous engagement. I was at, at a restaurant. I had family obligations. I I didn't. I watched the highlights that night, and I apparently missed a very very good one. I'm not even kidding you. I got home yesterday from driving back from slow. Get home around four o'clock. I'm like, perfect. Give me time to you know throw the stuff yeah. in the laundry room, unpack, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then come six o'clock, I'll flip the game on and be ready to go. Nah, no game, <laughs> no game. Like I've never had a series that is more disjointed from one game to the next. Just with just I'm with, with you. the amount of time between them. Like, can we get on a play a day off day, play the next day? Is that asking? I was too talking much? to Berg last week, and he's like, "Hey, Lakers talk is going to have to be." After the game, we got game six. Tomorrow we're carrying Angels and Dodgers. So it's, or I'm, I'm sorry, game five. And I'm like, Berg, what are you talking about? Game's on Sunday. He's like, it's on Monday. I'm like, it's not on Sunday. He's like, it's on Monday. Because I'm with you. You like the matchup so much, you don't know when the game's No, are. it's just, you would assume you. A, right. a Sunday game nationally televised for it's game five. Everybody's home. Is, yeah. everybody's home everybody's on home. Sunday night. Let's put some. That's but I think they're Sunday just doing it for the travel. Really they're doing it I, for the travel. I get it. Yeah. I get it. They travel pretty nicely. It's not like they're taking the train. It's not like they're on the Greyhound and the, they're still somewhere in Oklahoma making their way back to the West Coast. I do not want to hear one more little whisper of, hey, even if the uh, Warriors lose, can Steph be the MVP? No. Yeah, what is that? Stop. What is that? Stop. The winning team. Can I read you MVP. one? Please. All right, talk for a second while I pull it up. Okay, what would you like me to talk about? Would you like me to talk about how I would like a heavier pour when I go wine tasting? Because I would. It's a good chat. I, I don't need half a glass. But I would like to have a small sip, yep, followed by a fuller sip. That's all I'm looking for. I shouldn't. It, how it shouldn't how, be like how a, small the pour are they pouring? It was barely two, very very small. Like, no, I can't have. Yeah, that. that's what it was. Can't have that. I just I need a little thing that I can swish it around in my mouth and feel like a an aristocrat. Yep, and uh, just kind of feel like a big shot. And I didn't even get to do that. Kendrick Perkins. Yes. I believe that Steph Curry should win NBA NBA Finals MVP regardless of the outcome. He has been the best player in the series, and it's not even close. The man is averaging 35. Don't mind me. Carry the hell on, as he puts it. I I, I get lost in some of this stuff. You know, we, we, we love watching individual performances, and we love, as best as we can, putting a player – a top of our, is this the best player in the world? Is he as he if he does this, does he surpass that player? Yes. Is KD look bad if the Warriors win? No we, question. We love doing that all day long. Yep. Ultimately, the only thing that we ask for is: is your squad going to win or is it not going to win? 
Why would we reward Steph Curry with a finals MVP if they lost? Do you think Steph Curry wants a finals MVP if the Golden State Warriors lost? Can I, I'm gonna Jerry a, West didn't seem super thrilled with his in no, winning time. No, and I was going to say winning time, we saw it all. We knew exactly how he felt, and he wasn't upset about that by any stretch of the imagination. There was, there was a moment in game four. Draymond gets benched. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green gets benched. Seven minutes left to go, something along those lines. Why does Steve Kerr do that? Because it's important to try to win the game, and that's all anybody cares about is winning the game. And to kind of continue to label this finals MVP with Steph, and, you know, what does it mean for his career? If he doesn't win it, do this, do that. And now you want to give him one of his. Steph's been by far the best player, no question about it. He's yep. been unbelievable. Finish the damn series. Let's just see what this thing. You could give LeBron a finals MVP for the last, for four of the finals that he lost if you wanted to. Probably could. It, I, I, it's never made any sense to me. The, the MVP can't be on the losing team. You weren't valuable enough to help your team win. Do you give valuable do you, enough to keep it close? What do you, is, what do is you that? give? Do you give MVP? This is actually a perfect example. You know why Braun couldn't be in that conversation this year? Because your team's not in the playoffs. Right. right. Can you give MVP to a team that's five hundred or below five hundred? I I don't think so. I, you need to have a winning team. You need to be in baseball again. Is is the one where I've, I'll kind of slide that off into a separate category. I, there are unique circumstances where you could be on a bad baseball team and be the MVP, and I think it's okay as long as somebody on a really good team didn't have a monster year as well. Um, the only thing I get out of that, the only thing I get from the conversation, if Steph Curry could be the MVP if they lose the series, is that there are a lot of people out there that think that Steph Curry's career is missing something. If they're, mm-hmm. if they're trying to sing that song, if you're singing, the, hey, Curry can get the MVP even if they don't, that means that you think, that Curry is missing something on his resume, which is it. That, that is interesting to me. That Does he need that to have one of those? Mm. Kobe's got it. Magic's yeah. got it. All Everyone, the, all the yep. – Everybody's yep. got that, right? The, you, I shouldn't say everybody. The, the very best players of their era do have that, right? Not only did you win an MVP during the regular season, but your team won a championship, and you were the MVP of the championship team. Steph, that's the one that's not even the one. It's the only line on his resume. Go win the series. There. You got two there of the go. next three. Yeah, go win games. the series. Exactly two, right. Two of the final games are at home. They just give it to Jordan Poole. So, <laughs> so with three games to go, yeah. two of them um, in, in, Golden State. in Golden State, what do you think? I'm just going to stick to what I said. I said before that I think the – let's do it when we come back. Let's do it when we come back. Because I, I, I think there are, like you said, three games left. This series is not over on either side. I still think both of these teams can win on the road, and that is why you will be tuning in later tonight. I will watch tonight. Yes. You, you got me tonight. Now, it needs we to be good. We got him game five, two, two. It needs to be good. If it put it this way, I'll, if it's if it's 65 to 42 and a half, you're going to have to text no, me if it gets close. To you're the on half. the Dodger channel watching <laughs> replays. I know, replays. Tonight. You're watching replays. <laughs> The reason I was so quick to say, oh, I'm watching tonight. Dodgers all access. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, their big game, backstage 2003 against the Diamondbacks in May. Got to go back and watch Remember that. One Manny again. Ramirez, <laughs> Mannywood, Mannyland. Oh, speaking of Mannywood, I have something I want to do with you guys. We'll do that uh, coming up when we come back. I'm going to put you guys on the spot a little bit. A little L.A. trivia that some of the Rams rookies did not get right. See if you guys get it right. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.